is here. Yo, our mission is clear. It's time to change healthcare. Have no fear. Today is the day. This is the hour. Together, you know we've got the power. Drop the silos. We're all the same team. Patients, doctors, tech, and marketing. How can anyone be satisfied with the way things have always been? Yeah, we've tried. So join us now. Join the revolution. Digital health is the evolution. Status quo, more like status no. Yeah, this is the healthcare rap. Y'all come on, let's go. Welcome to the Healthcare Wrap, where we are ushering in the future of healthcare and the status quo no longer exists, where we are challenging assumptions about marketing and technology, and we check yesterday's thinking at the door, where truth drops like an atom bomb and knowledge flows like Niagara Falls. Each week, we challenge assumptions that have been holding back healthcare marketing and explain how we can do better. Join us. This is the Healthcare Wrap. Here we go. Welcome back to the Healthcare Wrap. What's up? What's up, Jared? Hey, a shout out to the posse. Yes. Thank you very much. We love you guys, man. We love you guys. I'm just sipping from my Healthcare Wrap tumbler. I don't know about you. Man, I'm sipping from that thing every day. Mm. It sounds like Mm -hmm. a perfect holiday gift. I don't know. (laughs) It really does. Eggnog in the ill tumblers. It's only one way to find out. (laughs) Sneak some of that in uh, and into the office. Right. Yeah. Well, here's a gift for you. Okay. Uh, how about we roll right into our rap battle today? I, I like it. We're not wasting any time whatsoever. Rap battle! To our rap battle. We are doing battle, ladies and gentlemen. Again, assumptions that have been challenging healthcare. Like, yeah. We just know. Right. Things that are holding us back are things as the the way they've been in the past. So let's not do things the way they've been done in the past. Yeah. Status quo. Status. More, more like status no. I like it. I like so, it. Here we go. All right. Hey, today we're going to talk about marketers and data managing. Okay. And whether that's part of our role, whether it has been in the past, and and really how we anticipate and, and work with it in the future. And we'll talk about what that means. But what we're challenging is the thought that marketers can effectively manage all the digital data that they are involved with now on their own. And here's what we mean by that. Locations, providers, patient reviews, user-generated data, compliments, complaints, live chats, tweets, Facebook messages, all the incoming data and content that's coming to us that didn't originate on an editorial calendar. Stuff that we didn't plan for or stuff that we don't own. So there's kind of a couple pieces to that. There's the data side. There's a source of truth somewhere that says all of our locations and that when somebody Googles a location, that's what pulls up. It's pulling from a Google My Business listing. Right. But somebody either populated that themselves and claimed the listing. Right. Or they didn't and Google's totally managing that data. Right. Or when you search for podiatrists in the certain, you know, podiatrist near me. Yeah. Heaven forbid you need a podiatrist. Right. Hopefully, you know, your feet are okay. Hopefully they are, you know? (laughs) So if you are the one Googling podiatrist, if you have a hammer toe and you need to get a podiatrist, you know, so there might be people listening with a hammer toe. I'm very sorry if that's, I'm actually going (laughs) to laugh about a hammer toe. (laughs) <laughs> that well, it's it's painful. That's I'm, all I know. I, and so are bunions. Believe me, I know. I get it. <laughs> they are. I they absolutely it. are. So I probably just 
pick the most uh, random example here, but we'll go with it. It works. We'll go with it. So you you need a podiatrist, right? Yes, right. Okay, so yeah, you look for that. You ask, Alexa, find me a podiatrist near me. Mm -hmm. Alexa, you know, in that sweet Alexa voice, you know, just says, yeah, okay, Dr. Balistrieri, you know, his office is three miles from here, and he has an average 4.7 star rating, Mm -hmm. you know, on blah, 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 blah. There you go. So there's data in there. It all just doesn't come poofing out of nowhere. Right. Like there's data being managed actively by most health systems and hospitals and businesses of all kinds. What hours you're open, where you are, how to reach you in any complex organization at all. There's a lot of it. Well, you know, and the other side of that coin is literally on the other side of that coin is the stuff that you have to figure out you know, before you, you do the marketing as a marketer. Do you have enough um, doctors to support a bunch of people coming in after you market something. You're, you do, are you are you set up? Do you have enough appointment times? You know, do you have enough doctors to, to see these people? I hate to say it, but is this a viable business in terms of uh, if it is a surgery? What's the ROI in the surgery? Is it going to make money? Is it worthwhile to to market this stuff? So that's a big part of of marketing. But is it a marketing manager's work, or do they work with a strategic planner on uh, you know where they work? So that's a big part of it too. Like. And it always seems like the marketing manager is at the core center of all this stuff and like touches all this stuff. But are you responsible for it? You know, are you leading that or are you kind of working with people that can give you those answers and then you synthesize it and do what you do based off that information? Yeah, that's a great thought. One of the sessions actually at HCIC, which we talked about in the last episode in detail, we didn't talk about this session, but the Healthcare Internet Conference talked about data management a little bit there. Mm-hmm. Part of that was based on one of the sessions I attended, and that session had to do with the percentage of time on a team being spent on, in in their case, just managing the listings, the location listings. And in their case, they said they had one full-time employee who was managing, it probably took 70 to 80% of her her time to manage those listings. So then they actually purchased a platform, a location listings management platform Mm -hmm. subscription, and that reduced the time to about 15 to 20%. But just to give you an idea, you know, you wouldn't expect like a digital marketing team member to spend 70 to 80% of their time managing stuff like there's it didn't ever feel like in the past that there was inherent market value in making sure the address and the phone number are correct somewhere yeah. but guess what that's where a lot of organic search is starting now right. that's where a lot of voice search is starting now so yeah there's actually marketing value in that now it's not just like something you hand to an intern or somewhere like you got to make sure it's right yeah the crossover the baton handoff is what i'm interested in too you know so you know in our organization or organization organizations that i've been in before you know there's that fine line of okay am i the marketing manager or am i the program director or program manager for uh, you know for neurology or you know because you're working with those people so closely because they have to tell you, okay, we have capacity for, you know, for these kinds of surgeries or these kinds of procedures, or we're at max capacity, don't manage this, or, you know, don't market these things. So where is the handoff between those two positions? And, but here's the other thing, as a marketing manager, you kind of have to know what questions to ask of the, of the program manager, program director too. So I would challenge one of the, uh, like a little side assumption to challenge would be, Particular in healthcare, if you're going for a job as a marketing manager, you know, a lot of times they'll say, 
a healthcare background is preferred but not required. You might need to have that. I would challenge that assumption because you might need to have healthcare background because how do you know what questions ask of a program director or program manager or a you know a division chief or something like that? So healthcare background might be almost required uh, if you're going to be a marketing manager or a marketing person for healthcare. I mean, what are your thoughts on no, that? No, I think that's a really good point. I think it has to do with understanding, like you said, the ecosystem. You got to understand yeah. what's what's coming upstream and what's what's coming. You know what what happens downstream. And yeah. you know what I mean by that is, for instance, for us, if no one realizes that updating the the location for a, a doctor's practice right. not only affects what people Google, what they you know what they see when they Google it, but it also affects any any pay-per-click ads that are going straight to that right. to that listing yeah. if it's incorrect. Yeah. Uh, it also affects anyone who is finding the that web page through another another means it all but then it also affects in our case we have appointment reminders yeah. with links to your appointment is with Dr. Johnson you know yeah. on Monday at you know at 10 a.m. yeah and there's a link to Dr. Johnson's bio you know or, or you know listing yeah. bio page right. so then there's also a link to here's the address you know, here's the, here's driving directions yeah so if no one in marketing makes that connection like in our case, our IT department actually owns those appointment reminder emails. Yeah, the the system that that owns those. So, if marketing and IT aren't talking, then they might not realize. Oh, hey, we'll just make sure we update it here in our marketing materials. Not realizing that actually affects a link that might be broken now in an appointment reminder. Uh, not cool. Yeah, I mean, there's so many touch points. And here's the other thing. I, I think you know, depending on who you are and in in what region you are. I mean, if you're the only. Uh, hospital in in your area, still no reason to be complacent about this stuff because uh, essentially there are little private practices. There are other places that can take the place of your place if you're not making it easy for the customer or the the potential patient. Right? I mean, that's right. uh, people are. It's proven now that people will find other ways to take care of their needs. And there's so many different ways you can do that now. So don't only think that if you're the only game in town that people aren't going, you know, perceived to be the only game in town, people still will find other ways for sure. That's so true. And I'll point that out because we've used that data. We know that data. We know off the top of our heads that the three main areas with the greatest traffic on our website, for instance, are info about the departments, yep. info about the providers, you know, finding a doctor and locations. Yeah. And it's not by accident or coincidence that those are the, the first three items in our navigation. Right. And if they're wrong or their touch points, their tentacles out are wrong, you got problems. They absolutely because you're, are. you're potentially losing business on any one of those every day, every hour, every minute. Right. And so I'll tell you, you know, one of the, uh, you know, a couple of the learnings that we've had over, I'd say over the last 12 months or so, one is the recognition of what is upstream and what's downstream. Those tentacles, as you say, yeah. all the things that are impacted by incorrect information somewhere, which has led us on a, on a quest. Yeah. We've been on a quest for a source of truth mm-hmm. for a couple of, for our locations and our provider information. One reason is that we, as we added patient reviews and ratings to our provider search, yeah. We had to make sure that, you know, where where's that info coming from? Is it yeah. cleansed? Is it scraped of any PHI or profanity? Or are people really actually talking about that provider? Or are they right. talking about a nurse by name? Right. And there's, so there's a lot of cleansing of the data that has to happen. None of these things used to be a marketer's job no, to I do know, that, to, to review the data coming in from anywhere. But what we realized is that 
most consumers and most most of our staff consider the website, the public website, to be the source of truth. Yeah. So they base things. We all, I mean, I'm guilty of it too. We we all base things on. Hey, I assume that's got to be right. Right. But when it's wrong, when you know, I don't know, just hypothetically, if a clinic moves upstairs in a medical office building and doesn't remember to tell marketing. Yeah. Just hypothetically. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, what do you do about that? You know, yeah. there a needs to be a, changes or something. Yeah. Like there that. needs to be a source of truth or yeah. Or another specialty or a service line is added right. to that location. Right. And we're only displaying one of them. There are so many tentacles. I, I really like that analogy because it, it's just recognition of all the, all the reasons why marketers are, need to be more and more involved in managing that data. And so part of it is, like I said, we went on this quest for a source of truth mm-hmm. and in the case of our provider search, we have that source. Now, is it perfect? No, but you know we know how to uh, have some checks and balances in there. We actually have an interface, like an application in the middle where the providers go in and update their own profiles, but then there's ways to override that when it doesn't work mm-hmm. uh, and, and so forth. But it's, it's complicated. I, I can't tell you how much time I've spent over the last few months diagramming data flows, diagramming this data comes from here. When you enter in your bio questions, it starts here, but then it gets pulled into, you know, it also pulls this data from a credentialing database. And then here's what gets published on the website. And everyone starts to realize it's just been a big education opportunity internally to help everyone recognize, oh, it's not as easy as just updating the one thing that I saw, you know, that I asked you to update. Right. And there's no dashboard that does it all for you. It's a pretty manual process at this point. Right now for us it is. Yeah. And, and there are platforms out there that, that do that and it's not that easy implementing them either. Yeah, yeah, you got to implement that too. Everybody wants their content to work, but if you're not careful, it'll drive you berserk. You need the right partner, but where to begin? Use True North Custom, that's how you win. In healthcare content marketing, gotta try something new because innovation is king. True North Custom, they're the bomb. Check it at truenorthcustom.com. Hey, we have a new exclusive giveaway from our partners, True North Custom. We're giving a branded infographic to healthcare app listeners. This is a $1,500 value. This digital asset can be used to promote key service lines as well as provide your communities with engaging health and wellness information. It can be shared via your blog, social media, and other channels. Visit bit.ly slash healthcare wrap two today. That's bit.ly slash healthcare wrap and the number two to select your free infographic from the True North Custom Library. It's time for you to spread the awesome. Remember bit.ly slash healthcare wrap and the number two, tell your whole crew. I'm going to ask a quick, I don't think I've done this on this podcast yet on this whole entire series, but I will ask a question because I, I feel, I feel that I've been in several places that getting the, you know, the other side of the coin data that I talked about. So getting the, how many consults, how many surgeries, you know, what the outcomes were, how much money you made off these particular services, all that stuff that you, you kind of do that. That's the pre-marketing, if you will, the pre-marketing research, the pre-research. I'm asking if there's any other marketing managers, directors out there that are, that listen to this podcast. I guess I just, I would love to hear a grade from you, A, B, C, D, F, of how accessible that information is for you. Uh, in your particular system, even in pharma, you could even you, you, if you're in pharma. But I would love to know kind of how accessible pre-marketing research is to you before you decide to go and create your your marketing plan based off of that that research. How how would you grade me on that? How would I grade you? I give you an A. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, all right. But okay. I wonder. But I, I'm asking. Like I'd love to hear feedback, whether it's on on Twitter, LinkedIn. You know where to connect with us. Let me know. 
I'd love to know that. I love it. I just I think there's there's a lot of recognition here that let's just face it, marketing's role is changing. It's huge. You know, different. Either come along for the ride or just be prepared to you know for some rough waters. Yes. Either join, ride the wave, mm-hmm. or be prepared to probably be you know to fall off the boat. Right. And that's no knock on anyone. It's just the fact of what we're actually marketing is changing. It's not just content anymore. All these things out there at the end of the day are content, but it's this isn't TV spots and you know radio spots and you know fun you know ads all the time. It's man, it's a lot of just factual data. Yeah, I mean, it truly is a one-two punch, fifty-fifty approach. I mean, you got to have the the data, and but you still at the end of the day you still have to make good content too. Right, so I think you ha- you have to have both, and one helps the other. It's a symbiotic thing. I mean, it really is. Yeah, awesome. Hey, well, let's move on from our battle. Then we'll All get right. a couple quick shout-outs here. Okay, and then we'll wrap up. All right. Shout out. Hey, so my shout out. This is just where we recognize. People, places, things, food sometimes. I don't, I don't know if we've done food yet. I, I don't even know if we've done food yet either. Okay, I don't know if we've done so I'm not going to do food this oh, time Oh, man, either. maybe I should do food. Okay, you, you think of some food? Do you have a food? I, I'm going to try them now because we haven't done one. I'm going to come up with food. Okay. All right. Okay. All right, well, <laughs> mine's a person this time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't intend to lead us that direction, but, right. I, I, you know, there's a little rumbling. Yeah, I think it's time for a snack, one way or the other. Yes. Okay, so... Anyway, my shout out goes to Ann Handley. Okay. Because Ann was a keynote speaker at HCIC this week. And for the first time in person, uh, getting to hear Ann's speech about being more human in our communications. That was just one of so many takeaways. But this was part of it. She talked about what, you know, why. at, you know, just asked us clearly, so you know we we couldn't misunderstand this, right, right? Right. And that's I think there's there really is an art to speaking and communicating clearly where everyone understands. Yes. There was no misunderstanding in this whole room. She was asking us, you know, why aren't we speaking in in more human tones? Mm. And she's talking about branded communications. Is this, she, are, are we are we talking like tone and voice and things like that in the, in the marketing? Yes, it wasn't. It, it was about how we word things, hmm. how we tell stories, but also what they're about, what perspective they're from, and really using opportunities to distinguish our tone. Yeah. One thought was just, you know, do we really need to be brands communicating to people? She said, no, we don't need to be brands communicating to people. We need to be people communicating to people even if it's branded content she said there's no reason why that that should why it should sound like a brand you know really the only exception to that is if you if your brand has a personality already but you know why not take that opportunity a message is going to get through a lot more when it's coming from a person not from a company or a brand so i thought that was just one of so many takeaways you know there were other ones just about the biggest one was that Bold stories change the narrative. Yeah, and we and we flipped that on its on its side and said stories that aren't bold. You know, so you know the same old story does not change the narrative. Right. So people aren't going to talk about it. It's not going to change the story that's being told there if you're if you're saying the same thing. And what I loved is that Anne actually liked that tweet and responded to it. Yeah, I'm like within minutes too. I mean, people, it's 
it's, it's awesome. Like you're connecting with somebody who you idolize. It, it's awesome. So it's so fun. So anyway, shout out to Anne. Thank you so much for, for being there at the conference. Yeah. And make no mistake. That doesn't mean something has to go viral. It just has to be well written and it has to be on point and with the, with the brand. Some people do the, I'm going to throw a big word out here. Some people like the anthropomorphic approach to brands, you know, kind of, Whoa. I, know, Whoa. I know that's not even 75 cents. That's like a dollar. So the idea of, you know, the brand itself is a person, right? So it's anthropomorphic. It can work. It just depends on, but I, I agree. I think more people need to pay attention to that than, than what is out there. So I think we have a pretty anthropomorphic podcast going on. I, don't I, know, I do too. It's about rap, baby. It hurt me to say it. I know it hurts actually. All right. I am going to do, I do a lot of like, uh, I do a lot of uh, shout outs to my per- current employer, but we do a lot of really great things here. So I will give a shout out to our IT group here because they just won an award. It's called the, the Moby. It is the mobile, it's the, yeah, it's the Moby. It's the best use of innovative mobile technology in the 2018 Moby Awards presented by Enterprise Mobility Exchange. We use iPads here for our kids at, at Phoenix Children's. And I just wanted to throw that out there. And it's, it's on LinkedIn. There's a great picture of, uh, of our, um, our head of IT, David Higginson, with a child kind of sh- showing him an iPad. I mean, this is the way the world's going, right? This is what kids are know. They are comforted by this. Not to say that we don't also do an amazing thing. We have dogs here. We have, because PetSmart is in our same state here, we have uh, therapy dogs that come through. Uh, and that's a great program. As well, I think we've won awards for that too. But to be recognized um, nationally by this, this is a great opportunity for kids to be feel comfortable to take their mind off of it. And the fact that um, we just have this patient engagement solution that gives them a familiar device, they can look at things and, and be comfortable and feel like they're not in a hospital setting for just a moment while they're just looking at this and kind of tunnel visioning on this is pretty awesome and I give uh, our group a big shout out and um, I just I think it's a great award for us and kudos to our, our group there yeah we're genuinely excited for that it's really cool seeing any tech being in the hands of patients and making a difference for them just making their day a little brighter yep exactly so shout out awesome hey people people listening yes uh, uh, our posse yes you're still listening now yeah thank you so much thank you hey, grow the posse Let's do that. Tell people about it. Let us know. There are some ways people can do that, aren't there? I know. I'd say, you know, just starting with, you know, subscribing to the podcast. Yes. Leaving a review. I like Telling your friends. Yeah. Oh, they're great. They're yeah. great. I mean, genuine feedback. We, we thrive on it. We love it. Yes. So thank you so much. And on behalf of Peter and myself, thanks. And that's a wrap. 